0: About that time, it's Friday night. So, weekly Friday night series of relaxation and inspiration. Coming back into the radio program, welcome in, listening to all of our channels. This is Michael. I am Michael. I'm here in the lab in the captain's chair, and it is our weekly Friday night series of relaxation and inspiration. Got about a minute out before we get back into the radio show. I'll be saying, bringing you some inspiration on this Friday night. You want to grab your Bibles. When this is a show that we are purposed to spend a lot of time. Underneath the hood of the faith To address spiritual mechanics your spiritual mechanics, and we do this every Friday night And I'm glad you're here with me. How about that? I uh, There we go. We go here. Then we're also bringing you 20 comforting scriptures. That's going to help you understand peace. It's Michael back here in Night Moods. HTQ on a Friday night. I am in the captain's chair. We are at the bridge. And are you ready for that challenge? Still waiting for someone to send an email over to talk about How the challenge is addressing you or how you are addressing yourself with the challenge. And that is simply understanding the function, the purpose, the responsibilities of the Holy Spirit. Here at the bridge, the bridge of life, having natural ramifications, spiritual ramifications. And all of you listening along with me, being saved and born again and filled with the Holy Spirit need to understand the importance of the Holy Spirit. He is the bridge to life, the bridge to your destination. Guiding you truthfully forward. And when you understand and undress, deconstruct His function, purpose, and responsibility, this life that you live in Father's kingdom becomes incredible. The problems persist but you prevail it becomes this life this journey as you travel to destinations and complete assignments and growth is around you and there's seasons and then there's times of purging and times of when you are thrown in the fiery furnace and that is done to purify you to test your faith to draw more out to cut out the dead things around you so that growth can occur where there is dead areas in your life. And so this is that moment that we challenge you in this bridge and understanding the importance of the bridge, the bridge mechanics and the natural bridge and, and what it's like being on a natural bridge. And if you've driven on a natural bridge, whether it's a blacktop bridge, a cement bridge, or a, a if you're in the rural area, maybe it is a wooden bridge. Or if you're biking, I bike. I bike a lot. And so I frequent many bridges. I like to go over the overpass of of our of, of I-90, excuse me. And I'll stop from time to time and just take it all in. And, and that's even when vehicles are passing me by on the bridge. But the bridge, the natural bridge, remains what connects you to your destination, to the other side. And sometimes, many times, you may know someone or find yourself not going across the bridge in your life. Maybe you are taking the long way around to get where you need to get to. And what if you just took the bridge that connects you to your future? in the same token, what if you just cooperate with the Holy Spirit? who is your connector? And remanded to earth, He is our advantage. And I go over this every episode, it seems. But I do this so that you fully are aware that you are possessed with the essence of Abba Father, 100% of His essence out of His glory, in the Holy Spirit, powered up, ready to manifest, when you decide to surrender, submit, when you decide to be one who lives in spiritual obedience and righteousness. And boy, when the Holy Spirit manifests in you and through you and before you and around you, it's like the light's being turned on in a dull room. Things just become brighter. You get excited about where you're going and how you're going to get there. And sometimes, you know, you ask the questions and sometimes you need to understand where you're going, but man, when the lights are turned on, there is little to no understanding needed you just say okay i see it i'm focused i'm going to be intentional i'm going to be purposed about my journey about my pathway and i liken it to i talked to uh, one of our ministers about this a lot and she's a minister in training and i tell her act like your heavenly father has a million dollars that he wants you to come get how focused would you be and this is the hypothetical If your Heavenly Father had a million dollars and said, Hey, Susie, I got a million dollars for you, but I need you to come get it. Susie would drop everything to get the million dollars from her Heavenly Father. See, that's what this is like. And when all the lights are turned on, and they stay on, and the only time that the lights appear to be not on is when we disconnect from the Holy Spirit when we want to do things our own way. And so then the challenge is, well, man, if he gave me an advantage, not if, but he did give me an advantage, then how do I live like one who is possessed with an advantage? Now that's a good question. How do I live like one who is possessed with an advantage? Maybe I need to write that down myself and make sure I post it out there for everyone. And that's where you have to be in life. And so here we are at the bridge, crossing back into destination, your destiny. Even though you're dealing with stress that's tied to your situation, your circumstances, and or if you're dealing with a crisis tonight. See, we're focused here. I am focused. And it doesn't matter what is going on in the world and I woke up and there is so much crazy, crazy news locally happening here in northern Illinois. And it can't measure internationally. And even regional news. I mean, there's awesome good news going on. But it's limited and it's far between all the the junk of the schizophrenic world that we are living in and not to be a part of. So when I woke up this morning... And I looked at uh, Kira. She's our youngest of six. The other five are gone. Flew the coop. Um, Jasmine's the next one to Kira. Jasmine is 24 this year. Kira's 12. And then we have 26, 27, 28, and 30. Um, so I looked at her. Could be home Um, Jill was working at our business earlier this morning. And I had said, you know, there might not be any more craziness because when i went to bed this morning i go to bed about five and then get up uh get six hours in and get up and get ready for afternoon school with kira um and so i looked at her and we checked in i'm like you know what there might not be any anything crazy happening over there in europe and lo and behold turn the tv on yeah news break news alert or whatever comes on on the tv stations you know and then you you we got to get the indigestion from what was going on at the train station with goofball from Russia ordering a bomb strike on the innocents. And then I was like, I go in this head spin, I'm thinking about Myanmar and the civil war there because we have a church and ministry there in Myanmar in uh, Chin City, in the Chin State, C-H-I-N. And we haven't heard from our, our church family there since November. And it doesn't look good, it doesn't sound good. I keep abreast of the news, and you know, there the government there, the, the the military is just going in people's houses and, and scooping them up. Sort of like what's going on over there in Ukraine. And then what's going on in Nigeria and South Sudan, it's like my goodness. It's like a head tail spin. And the inspiration needed. So I sat there, we looked at each other, and we we're just like, well, this is history because I teach history class, as well as Spanish and all the other classes I teach. And I said, well, this, here's your history. It's a whole bunch of history. History is happening right now in front of her. And her generation has never seen anything like this and is experiencing this. And so you work to inspire And then you get really simplistic about how you want to inspire in your home first. Because you ought to be ministering to your home first. If you are a minister and you have responsibilities in your ministry and to your church, you ought to be ministering to your home first. And so just inspiring her, you you know, we literally just had to laugh and make a joke of ourselves, not at the expense of others but to to begin the process of inspiring others because you can you can get really immersed in all this news and quite frankly for the past 4 years there's not been a whole bunch of good news happening in the region locally and nationally you know from the three plagues now we're having financial crisis hitting here in America At the same time, the rumors of war spreading and and all of these human tragedies. And so, part of the being inspired today was just unplugging, turning the TV off. Not that we didn't have a concern, but we had to unplug to plug it back into what? Hope. To plug back into the love and the freedom that we have and, and just the blessing and the grace of our Heavenly Father that we are not in life scenarios where brothers and sisters and not even even they may not even be brothers and sisters some in the world the the innocents are dying and where is the justice where is the mercy and where's the the grace needed and so unplugging so that we can find some inspiration and yeah we found it and at the same time going in going to our Heavenly Father and dealing um, isolating ourselves to deal with how to address the different regions and massive crazy matters. How would you how would you be if you had to trade places? That's another hypothetical because we just don't imagine ourselves in America and life scenarios that our brothers and sisters from around the world, and this includes our underground church, the persecuted church in half of China, in the Middle East, who are literally going through it. And Lagos and Laos. There's just some stuff going on. And so the inspiration, you may have to inspire yourself. And I find that inspiring yourself begins when you unplug. And we've been talking about that this past week, especially here on the radio show with restarting. We did a four-day, four four-night series on restarting with you, and that—excuse <coughs> me—that being your sole responsibility to not wait until Saturday night or Sunday morning when you assemble with your your fellowship and you come to church and worship and receive from your minister who brings forth the sermon for your body but the restart especially with what is going around in the many regions the locales and even internationally and then we realized we were laughing about it because she had asked do they have these problems in space on the International Space Station? <laughs> and I said, well, we hope that they would not. And I I just believe, yeah, they're having issues because they're looking down and, and hearing the news. And then, you know, they're having different type of issues, you know. Uh, the garbage that's around if you if you've ever looked at the satellite on the website look up the satellites on the website that are surrounding the Earth and all the garbage that surrounds the earth and that be a tall task to be flying that fast and having to avoid and they do a good job with avoiding all the space garbage that humans have placed up there when they bring satellites and 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 they have to break down the satellites and they just stay in orbit around the earth so You know, she was just asking, you know, they don't have that situation up there. Like, no, they're not at war in the space station. You know, they have a common goal, a common denominator, a common wealth to do for the good of science up there. But where is peace? And that's a great segue into peace. Where is peace? And how do you get it? And if you want to call in, we got about, I don't know, 15 left on the radio show here. 563-999-3685. The number is 563-999-3685. Where is peace? And when you find peace, are you good at holding on to your peace? Or do you allow anything come and chisel away at your peace? Uh, Looking over here gonna share some terms and you guys understand i am a man of terms i like terms terms help to describe words words help to describe emotions situations circumstances there's an understanding when you have the right terms there's clarity but where is peace and if you are one who is experiencing the lack of peace where is your peace and who did you allow to take your peace where was the last time you recall that you had peace and what was it like for you what did it look like what did it sound like what did it even smell like what did it taste like could you could you touch it tangibly and i i know for myself talking about peace for me i let everybody know when we're having our our meetings you know my peace is Is paramount. And if anyone comes into my peace. And I'm not discerning them. Then I'm in trouble. So I I discern my atmosphere. I discern my environment. And I discern the territory. Around our, our church and ministry and our home. And we have a lot of connections here at the house. And Jill helps with discerning. And you no, know, there there have been times where I, I have people do an about face because of the nature of the spirit surrounding them, entertaining them, and they bring it into the property and you're like, no, 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 you gotta go back outside. What you came in with cannot be here because we cultivate our atmosphere with peace. And peace is this freedom from disturbance is tranquility. Peace is freedom from disturbance and tranquility. And so we, when I say we, myself and Jill and and Kira, and even when our kids come to the house from time to time, we seriously cultivate our home, our atmosphere, our environment. Whether we're listening to worship music, um, we turn the volume down. We normally keep worship music on anywhere in uh, the upper level or here in the basement, um, around the clock. We turn it down Uh, when we're watching television. As soon as we're done watching television, we turn turn it right back up again. But we cultivate our peace. And if it's not with worship music, it's with praise music. If it's not with praise music, it's with the scriptures. Because you'll find somebody reading the scripture or studying the scripture throughout the day. So there's always the realm of the spirit and the atmosphere being cultivated so that we are in a spirit of peace in our environment. So for me, I have learned how to practice maintaining my peace. And one way, as I was just sharing, the three ways you can practice maintaining your peace is in your environment, in your immediate atmosphere. Put on some worship music, some inspiration music. And it could be instrumental music that begins to increase positivity and draw out the negative spirits that are surfacing. So you can either use those options, music is a great option, you can do audible Bibles, you know in life is life there are some that will watch you know we watch television so we like we're normal people but we 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 really watch what we watch so that we're not really disturbing the peace like you won't come to the house and find netflix on or, or horror movies or something crazy like I'll I'll watch from time to time um these ghost hunters these these guys that walk into haunted houses and they're doing their meters. I'm like, yeah, because I'm, I'm like, they don't understand that they're in the realm of the spirit. And they're dealing with fallen spirits. And or demonic spirits. But I, and I do watch some of that. But for the, for what I'm talking about with peace, you know, how do you maintain your peace? How do you practice cultivating an environment of peace? And are you intentional about how you cultivate peace, are you a person who walks in peace? Meaning, do you do you not allow the external life, um, family members who are immediate family members, or friends, or associates, or fellowships, or co-workers, or teachers, or student, to impact your peace? Do you find an out when you are beginning to experience the sensation? of chaos or the sensation that there's hindrance beginning to eat away in areas of peace or do you walk unaware finding yourself oh my gosh i'm in the middle of chaos i'm in the middle of situations that have gripped increased into circumstances and these circumstances have begun to increase and grip into crisis Now these crises have begun to tear up peace. Peace is freedom from disturbance and its tranquility. Peace is a spirit. In truth. It had let that one fall for a minute. Peace is a spirit. How can you produce peace? Does peace form? Now you can remove any disturbance and you have a cessation of, of movement, a cessation of form and of method of peace of the spirit. Anything coming out of the glory of God is spirit and then manifest natural. So the last the end result of the spiritual realm is the natural realm. So everything forms in the realms of the spirit and then end in the natural realm. So peace, peace, excuse me, is a spirit. So how do you cultivate your atmosphere? Is how you cultivate the realms of the spirit and all that actuality. And the realms of the spirit is not the mind of God. The realms of the spirit is a, is where the the heavenly beings, the spirit beings, the angels. Live and form and activate in, and so outside of your your home is the next realm of the spirit, and it increases into atmosphere shifting into the next realm of the spirit, and then you have this mass of realms of the spirit before you get into the next realm of the spirit and so this this realm of the spirit. And you'll notice the difference, like if you're ever at a park or you're ever in the mountains, and we like going to the mountains because it's so peaceful in the mountains. You can hear the wind blowing through the trees. It's so calm. And yes, you'll hear the animals moving and, and shrubs and all that stuff. But for the most part, it's really peaceful in the mountains. When I'm at the beach and listening to the waves crash, and you know we do take some trips to the Atlantic Ocean or the Pacific Ocean, from time to time when we are able to do these things and the peace at the beach I'm not talking when there's a whole bunch of folks there I'm talking when you know you're at sundown or at dusk in the evening time and you hear the waves crashing and the seagulls are flying around and you hear the nature of God in the water this peace and there's nothing like being on the beach or nothing like being in the mountains talking hills i'm talking mountains i'm talking high elevations like mount baldy on the west coast uh, the rocky mountains smoky mountains even being in the himalayas it's like there is nothing like being at high elevations and experiencing peace and so where is your peace at and we're going to transition from the show into the podcast here and i'm going to join you guys next monday night right here in night moods hdq at 10 30 for a new week But if you want to continue on into the conversation, we're going to be talking more about peace and how to keep your peace and inspiring you in peace. And I'm going to see you guys right here, Night Owls, on the radio side of Night Moods, for another week of intense, I call this Kingdom Installation, Installments of the Kingdom. And we're going to be doing it again, Monday through Friday, starting at 1030 on Monday night. Look forward to talking to you here in the lab, in the captain's chair. Have a wonderful weekend, you guys. See you on the podcast side of the show. Take care. So I get to dive in a little bit about peace. Not a little bit. I want to, I want to go a little deeper in peace. Because when you have peace, you are a peaceful person. When you know peace, you're a peaceful person. And anything outside of peace irritates you being a peaceful person. Because you like what peace brings. And uh, peace brings an immediate connection, an immediate experience, an immediate encounter with the presence of the kingdom of heaven truthfully speaking. And this peace is a spirit. This peace is also a person. Peace is in Jesus Christ. Peace is a spirit coming from our Heavenly Father. And this peace causes a barrier to appear. And some of you may understand what I'm I'm saying here is other people understand when they step into peace. You may hear people saying, gosh, it's so peaceful here. They, they understand that they have stepped into a, a spiritual realm. And this peace is also a blanket. Mm-hmm. But it's also a barrier. And this barrier... Is like an incubator. An incubator. And it's like a bubble that you get so accustomed to. Freedom from disturbance. And then you learn as you grow in your faith and grow in your belief and trust in Heavenly Father and cooperating with the Holy Spirit, you, you learn how to cultivate the peace in your atmosphere, the Spirit. You learn how to cultivate it in your territory, meaning you begin to say there's the boundary to which anything that's not of peace when it comes it has to instantly transform into peace or you tell it to go back to the boundary of peace and it's crazy living but it's also normal living to those who love their peace peace is also a state or a period in which there is obviously no war and 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 war has ended but see the world's not in peace right now But you can find the remnant of God who's in peace. And you'll know those who are in peace and they don't have to manifest it and peace isn't meditating. Peace is is, again experiencing the realm of the spirit to which Father initiates it. Peace enters the natural and changes the natural setting. That's why when people come into an environment that's peaceful the, the the state of mind is is now been put at ease. The mindset has also been transformed to take on the culture of peace because it's a realm of the spirit. Now I want to address this with you. Um, did I get through this here? Let me see. yeah the big thing about peace is it's, it's the freedom it's the liberty from any disturbance. Distress, disorder, um, chaos, division, distraction. And you can come in and out of peace. You can move in and out of peace. And the spirit of peace remains the spirit of peace. This is the beauty of how learning how to cultivate because you can I can actually feel when I leave the presence of my property or when I I when we would head to the church. And our neighbors would address we love having you guys here because it's so peaceful when you guys are here. (laughs) So it's this is why I say this is the truth is this is a a realm of the spirit. It's like being in a atmosphere of calmness. And if anyone lives in Chicago, we used to live on the north side of Chicago. And when people would come to travel to Chicago, like, oh God, it's windy here. I'm like, yeah, you could be on one street and then turn around the building and get hit with some intense wind. And I would hate re- cycling throughout Chicago because I would be cycling on North Avenue at the wind at my back. And then I'd turn down the street and get a nice crosswind and go down Hubbard and then come back up. And then I would be in a headwind. And this headwind would be everywhere I go. It's like the, this, the wind was everywhere. And then when I would come back up Lakeshore, it would be like, oh, there's peace. But you can look to your right at the waves crashing, like this, the wind is just, just blowing people are flying their kites and everything it's just the craziest thing but you can always feel when you enter peace and you know when people enter a peaceful atmosphere or a peaceful environment or a peaceful territory because they will speak it so they are naturally experiencing a spiritual thing a supernatural form and they'll tell you so where is your peace and how do you cultivate your peace? We'd love to hear from you. How do you cultivate your peace? What are the, what are the actions or, and activities that you do to cultivate your peace? I didn't get this mic out of the way because we're no longer live on the radio. You've got me here on the, on the podcast channels and we're live streaming at the same time. So they're looking at me and there is no microphone needed. Not here. Because we've got the microphones down there. So how do you cultivate peace Nightmoods, Hdq at gmail.com send a message how do you cultivate peace I'm asking because there's never a certain way because we all have our our ways of cultivating peace we all have a language about how we what we use in peace and our movement is all different in peace some may love soaking music in peace you know we do that as well some may like worship music some may may receive peace listening to praise music. You know, there's there's hundreds of radio stations, Christian radio stations, gospel stations, that also others experience levels of peace that way. So I want to know from you, how do you experience peace? How do you practice peace in your environment, in your atmosphere, in your territory? For us in our house, we are intentional. And Jill will tell you, um, she really needs her peace and when the kids come over because we have six um (laughs) you can tell when she's had it with peace (laughs) because she's like i need my peace and we have a joke around the house that when she doesn't spend time in the war room because on the other side of this theater wall on the other side of this basement here because this is my studio on this side of the basement we can always tell when 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 we're not in the, the war room. Um, because that's our, our sanctuary here at the house. I mean, the house is our sanctuary. But that is the inter-sanctum of the sanctuary. Where when you go through the veil into the war room. And, and maybe I'll give you a tour over there at one of these. I might even do the show from the war room. Now, I remember I did a... Uh, in the middle of like the 2020, I actually did a a conference from the war room and I was so succumbed to the emotions I couldn't contain my body my my mind state because I had to host a conference speak in a conference for the week setting and I'm in this the the war room and the peace and the presence of the kingdom of heaven I mean you talk about being thick. I literally had to form the words slowly as I'm saying this. I'm I'm going back and having a um a memory of this. It literally I had to form the words in the atmosphere to get them off of my lips. And I be I was succumbed to the emotions in the moment and I had to apologize because I was literally becoming emotional in the middle of of that meeting so we are intentional about how we cultivate our peace and um hopefully you can learn ways to cultivate your peace i want to share with you a cu- 20 verses or i might get through 10 there are 20 verses i want to share with you and in every i on the podcast we do this because it's practical i want to give you practical Things to do. Methods, if, if if I can use that word, methods. How to live in your faith. At the same time, living in the world. At the same time, when we're not supposed to be a part of the world, of the world. And so these methods, when you practically do what I am sharing with, with you to do... You can go back and listen to all the other shows and episodes. See, this this life is about how to walk in all the complexities of the kingdom of heaven at times simplistic through Jesus. And that's faith, believing, trusting, and love. But when you stop, and as I think of those, those mirrors, like when you step into those rooms and you have like 40 mirrors. And every time you look, there's a, a different presentation of you. And you can see like 7 of you over here and 13 of you here. And there's mirrors everywhere. That's what the kingdom is like. It's like this prism that you're in the middle of the prism. And as you advance, you may think you're getting ready to walk into a mirror. But it's like you're walking through a realm of the spirit. You're walking in Christ, who you have your being, and sometimes you you feel as though you're coming into something, but you're really not coming into something spiritually. You're transitioning. You're moving around in the realms of the spirit, and so this peace. It'd be interesting to hear how some of you cultivate the peace in your house, how some it, whether it's in your house, whether it's in your work. Your work environment, your vehicle, if you're working out, um, whatever you do, how you do what you do, I'm interested to know how you, and the reason why I was bringing this up six minutes back was because you are a part of the ministry, and what you may have to share can help someone else. See the beauty of this? All of us playing our part. So... Saying that, I would love to hear how you cultivate your peace to help others because we all have our different ways of doing it. Like I said, some of us listen to soaking music, and what is soaking music? Instrumental worship music, and then there's worship music, then there's praise music. And some of you just read our, our hum, read the scriptures, study the scriptures. Some of you just walk, and there's peace as you're walking. Remember, it's it's the removal of distraction is the removal of, and, and the liberty and freedom of disturbance, distress, disorder, chaos, division, hindrances. is tranquility. So how do you, how do you share your peace after you cultivate your peace? Do you express it? Or do you show it? Are you quiet? Is what I'm asking. Like when you show it. How do you express your peace? And how do you transfer peace? Shaking of the hands. Now I know in this day and age coming out, coming through, staying in these plagues. There are some folks that just don't want you touching them. Just saying. Um, I'm a hugger. And uh, I still hug. I still shake hands. But how do you transfer peace? Because if you are a person of peace, you know you can honestly transfer the spirit of peace that's upon you onto someone else. True story. This convergence is powerful. Well, I would love to hear how you not only practice peace, but how do you express your peace? How do you how do you engage, and then how do you um, share your peace with others, so that you can help, and the community here listening to the show can can get rounded scope of help, and not just from me. And I understand, you know, I'm I'm the host, I'm the one who is bringing forth the content, but I recognize that. All of us play a part. So I want to know how you experience your peace. How you share your peace. How do you express your peace. And how do you transfer your peace. Is it how you enter a room. Or how you leave a room. You know that's in the scriptures too. In Matthew chapter 10. But. I'm asking. For the sake of the rest of the night owls. Listening to the program. And I would love to share. On On future shows and episodes from some of you how you share your peace i don't have to give your name unless you would like me to give your name that'd be great and saying that let me know where you're listening from what's the connection and in your fellowships are you also connected to others who have peace and are peaceful people like like their atmosphere peaceful their environment peaceful and we i get it There are many times where peaceful people just invade the atmosphere and the territory and the environment. I get it. But it's how do you hold yourself when the invasion comes and goes? Remember, it's about keeping your peace. Being inspired through peace. How can you be inspired in distress and disturbance? More inspiration comes when you're in peace. Honestly speaking... Let me motivate you for this short time. I'm going to be with you here. As I always say, you can always get a copy of the scriptures of motivation for yourself. And maybe we, we should make. Night Moods needs to make a journal. Or Yeah. I think we, we might look into that. Motivational type journal to help you. So we do a lot of motivation here on the show, of inspiration, especially on Friday nights. John chapter 16, verse 33. First John. No, it's just John sixteen thirty-three. And I'm using uh, Logos Bible software. And you can also get your hands on Logos Bible software. If you want to get a copy of what I'm using, Logos 9, um, there's a link. And you can even ask for the link. And if you're a first-time Logos subscription, I wanted to share this with you, by the way. Um, you can get a hefty discount. I'll give the link and especially for ministers logos is really awesome. So you're watching me on the podcast and I'm looking off screen. I'm actually looking at my logos here, um, which is really awesome for development. Awesome for deep studies of the different trans many translations that you can put on your logo software. So get the, get me a, shoot me a message. I will send you the link so that you can get your discount using my link. Um, logos Bible software really kind of cool Um, John 16 33 motivational scriptures I'm going to share with you to help you maintain your peace to help you cultivate your peace in your atmosphere your territory and your environment have I said these things to you that in me you may have peace in the world you will have tribulation but take heart I have overcome the world These are the words of Jesus Christ talking about motivating you to process peace, stay in peace, abide in peace, in your atmosphere, your territory, your environment. Psalms chapter 4 verse 8. In peace I will both lie down and sleep for you alone, O Heavenly Father, make me dwell in safety. So safety... Is also in peace. See, peace being a spirit, brings about a hedge of protection. This spiritual hedge of protection are the angels sent to render service to your, to you who is a co-heir of salvation. So this spiritual hedge of protection happened because the spirit of peace grounds in the natural setting and begins to build a spiritual protection around you and this is why when people enter your setting they you'll hear them say it is so peaceful around you and how many of you have heard that in your house in your in your atmosphere in your environment whether even at the job or wherever you walk into it happens all the time for me glory to father number three Psalm 72 7 here in his days may be the may the righteous flourish those who are in the right alignment to heavenly father through jesus christ in empowered and possessed by the holy spirit this is what is to be called righteous you are in righteous alignment to the kingdom of heaven through father to father under father in jesus by jesus possessed with the holy spirit this brings you into alignment this is righteousness so psalm 72 7 and in his days may the righteous flourish and peace abound till the moon be no more talking about peace peace becomes a spiritual hedge of protection. And every heavenly angel, you, every heavenly angel sees and knows and understands the spirit of peace. The adversary and every fallen angel who cooperates and has to cooperate with them because they're fallen angels. And even the demonic spirits, the demonic angels, cannot stand peace. They can't stand peace for a myriad of reasons. Heaven is peaceful. Heaven is serene, surreal, and their peace is serenity. Even the melodies in heaven, even the colors in heaven are peaceful. Even when the physical, spiritual elements in heaven are speaking, they are peaceful. So the adversary and the fallen angels detest what they were thrown out of. They can never access it. So they don't like it. They literally hate it. And so they be, they come against anyone that is peaceful, and they work hard, hoping they can kill, steal, and destroy, and and he is searching, also for who is available, per people of peace who are available, to be entertained by his tricks and deceptions. But the the demon himself, Lucifer, Apollyon. Satan and his fallen angels and the demonic angels detest peace. At the point of them being thrown out of heaven, they become anarchist. They become anti-Christ, which is anti-peace, anti-joy, Anti the supreme power. Anti the supreme authority. And so you can understand when you slide into or enter into spiritual realms of distress, chaos, whatever the extremes are. Daniel chapter 10, verse 19, motivating you in keeping your peace, abiding in peace, practicing your peace, cultivating your peace. And he said, O man greatly loved, fear not, peace be with you, be strong and of good courage. And as he spoke to me, I was strengthened and said, let my Lord speak for you have strengthened me. And this is Daniel speaking to the angel of the Lord. Again, helping you to practice cultivating your peace in your atmosphere and your environment and your territory. These are motivational scriptures that are helping you and ought to help you and should help you if you desire To be a follower of the way, then you're going to desire peace. Isaiah uh, thirty-two and seventeen, the and the effect of righteousness will be peace, and the effect of being in alignment to the presence of the kingdom of God, to heavenly Father, through and by Jesus Christ, possessed and um, filled by the Holy Spirit, will be peace. And the result of righteousness, quietness, and trust forever. That is a heavy motivational scripture right there in Isaiah 32 and 17. I hope you're getting something out of this. I really do. This is really kind of fun for me. I'm excited. I've been excited about what's been happening today. been happening to um, my workload today. Isaiah 52 and 7. How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news. Who proclaim slash preach peace. Remember, peace is a person. Peace is also a spirit. Comma. Who bring good tidings. Who proclaim salvation. Who say to Zion, your God reigns. Again. How beautiful are the mountains. How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of those who proclaim the good news. Who proclaim peace and bring good tidings and proclaim salvation, freedom. Who say to Zion, your God reigns. So those who are on the mountaintops are the feet of those who bring the good news and proclaim peace. Preaching peace. Proclaim. Proclamation. Preaching. Isaiah 53 and 5. You're going to see a whole plethora of peace in Isaiah. But he was pierced for our transgressions, talking about Jesus Christ, Christ Jesus. He was pierced for our transgressions. Jesus was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him. The punishment that brought us peace was on him. Remember, peace is a spirit. This spirit of peace was upon Jesus. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. You'll see that also in 1 Peter 2 and 24. Proverbs 3 and 16 through 18. Long life is in her right hand. This is a powerful, this right here is Proverbs 8. Um, And also 3 and 16 through 18. Now, this is speaking about the spirit of wisdom. Now, I'm actually going to do a deep, dive breakdown deconstruction of the spirit of wisdom and her importance importance in the kingdom of heaven to which she is given scripture and verse in proverbs in first person and i want you to connect with me on that i'm going to actually i'm not sure i'm gonna do that i got couple things up the pipeway for a a couple more episodes but we're going to do a breakdown of the spirit of wisdom long life is in her right hand and in her left hand are riches and honor so long life is in the spirit of wisdom's left hand no long life is in her right hand and in her left hand are, are riches and honor her ways are ways of pleasantness and all of her paths are peace and she is a tree of life to those who lay hold of her and those who hold Fast are called blessed. I cannot wait until I do a deep dive on the spirit of truth. I'm going to be using uh, my Greek study Bible, Hebrew Bible, and my Jerusalem Bible. Um, phenomenal breakdown study of the spirit of wisdom. So these are motivational speeches, scriptures in the Old Covenant and New Covenant in your scriptures to help you practice peace in your atmosphere understand how to cultivate peace in your atmosphere and abide in it and as i'm sitting here thinking about this um i'm gonna bring this over here i am going to be setting up don't know how i'm gonna do this yet but we're going to be doing a series on the loss and rejected scriptures and if you want to be a part of that series i want you to go ahead and send me an email night Moods hdq and you can be a part of of the Lost and Rejected Scriptures. Don't know how we're going to do it. But you can find more information. Right here on this podcast. Um, listening uh, live streaming right now. We thought about doing a YouTube. We thought about putting the content on our Apple Premium. For a subscription only. If you want to be a part of that. You want to send an email over. Um, I'm going to give you a link. Where you can order the book. And the link I'm going to give you, you're going to get a discount on the order of this book. But we're going to be doing a series on the lost and rejected scriptures. Because, again, we open up this books, we open up, um, and we do a Midras. A rabbinic scholar, uh, a rabbinic study of all the scriptures from the early fathers. Um, and from those scriptures that are spiritual scriptures that many of the four uh, councils of bishops called... Um, pseudo pseudo apocrypha And some of you call her- heretical teaching But it's interesting when you're in the kingdom What Holy Spirit opens you up to With the understanding of, of How Jesus did what he did And those followers Even like the book of Enoch um, Who walked with God so I'm going to be doing a series on the Lost and Rejected Scriptures. If you want to be a part of that, send me an email so that we can get your get you an opportunity to get your hands on the book so you can go through the series with your book. I'm going to be breaking it down page by page. Um, you can see, page by page, awesome series if you want to be a part of that, I did this a year and a half ago, and we didn't have the podcast up and running, but now that we have this up and running, um, we're going to be bringing this forth on a series of The Lost and Rejected Scriptures. If you want to be a part of that, send an email over to nightmoodshdq at gmail.com or send a comment right here on this podcast. Let me know you want to be a part of that series. And this is what this podcast is about. It's deeper than the radio show. I open up the books of the scriptures and you're looking behind me, you'll see there's plethora of books because I love to learn about the history of the kingdom and the history of the church. Um, So we're going to be going all in on the podcast. So if you want to learn, this is the podcast to be a part of. You want to learn your identity in the kingdom, I'm going to be breaking that down on a multi-week series. Understanding the kingdom of heaven in such a way. When you come out of the series, you're going to be like, why didn't I get into this before? And it's been in the scriptures. From Genesis to revelations and this is exactly what Jesus Christ returned to earth so relaxation and inspiration on a Friday night our weekly series we are intentional I am intentional about spending time inspiring you in relaxation so that you can get into your weekend and cultivate and carve out time to find peace In whatever, where you're at, cultivate and carve out time to be a person, stay in peace. As you stay in peace, then take that peace with you everywhere you go and practice it. Manifest with the spirit of peace and you'll see life-altering things happen to you. Talk to you on the next episode of Night Moods. It's been fun. Take care.